To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Hi, my name is Bella Dole. I attend St. John Bosco Academy, and I'm in the seventh grade. The thing I love most about my school is the wonderful learning environment. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest. And we are back on the pledge drive here. I love the prayers from the kids. That is awesome. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at AM 1160, The Quest. And um, I have just been informed. Okay, this is very cool. So uh, I'll introduce Deacon Leo and Father Adam are here. Um, and, and I was just informed. We had last hour, I was told it was going to end at 9 o'clock. But it's been extended. The match money has been extended. So praise God. So wow. yes. So so, but it's only for this hour. Uh, up until ten o'clock, you you have. Uh, and I think it's pretty obvious. But a fifty dollar donation all of a sudden is a hundred dollar donation. A thousand dollar donation is a two thousand dollar donation. So if you can swing That's that, awesome. multiplication was always hard for me. Before I like that. <laughs> I think even you can figure this one out. Can't you? <laughs> so so yeah. So go ahead and make that donation, and uh, it, or better yet, make it a pledge. If you wanted to pledge every you know so much per month for the next year, we would really appreciate that too. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty is the number to call. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or you can have the app on your phone. There's a little donate button there. So, um, Dave, it's good to be back with you. It's, it is great to have you back too. And we've got a newbie here. Yes, yes, it's um, it's an honor. I'm From very... Prince of Peace and yes. Flowery Branch which is the parish that I belong to. Yes. There you go. Yeah. And so we roped you into coming down here. <laughs> so, uh, it, is, it is my pleasure. It is a joy to be here. I'm very, very Yeah, honored. no, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have both of you. Um, so just before we started here, I said, oh, I see we're going to be talking about this, this. And they're like, no, no, we're talking about something else. So <laughs> yeah, what, well, So what, what, is, what, what are we talking about for the next hour here? Well, you know, it's interesting that um, when we go about doing our work at the church, uh, we can come in contact with so many different people in so many different situations. And we always come back to the reality of what are we called to do? Mm -hmm. And who are we called to be in Christ? And so that's probably the foundation of what we're gonna talk about, who we are in Christ and how we're yeah. called to walk this life in vocation, whether it be as a priest or a deacon, religious, uh, a married person, a single person, mm -hmm. uh, how we're called to holiness. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of the, the general idea of uh, where we're going with this. And it's when you talk about it, it's pretty all-encompassing. So uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it sounds uh, like it's going to be interesting, too. And, and also, yeah. uh, I, 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 with, with that topic, I mean, it can get pretty deep. But also, uh, I can see where the quest could play a big part in all of that as well uh, with the programming that we have. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, we're doing the best of the quest. That's because the quest is the best, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, it's, it's the best Catholic radio in Atlanta. It I is. Can, I definitely Absolutely. say that. <laughs> All the votes. Well, you know what I'd like to do, uh, and, and then we'll get uh, Father Adam to, to chime in with this, is kind of uh, put a foundation out there for what we're talking about and bring that from uh, Jeremiah uh, mm -hmm. in Scripture, where... 
the word of God came to Jeremiah. Our Lord spoke to him and said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. And further on in Jeremiah, he says, For I know well the plans I have in mind for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare, not for woe. Plans to give you a future full of hope. When you call me, when you go to pray to me, I will listen to you. When you look for me, you will find me. Yes, when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me with you, says the Lord. I will change your lot. That's where we start. <laughs> Everybody has a vocation. Everybody has a calling. Mm-hmm. It's a call, and he's absolutely right. And it's a calling that's been there since since the very beginning. You know, as Deacon said, we um, we encounter so many people from so many different walks of life and, and and so many different stages of their their own spiritual journey. You know, no two people are, are probably in the same place at the same time. And so, as we as we travel on this, one of the things I've noticed, and I'm sure I'm sure Deacon uh, Leo can attest to this, is that. It seems like this common denominator is that is that all of us, no matter who we are, we're looking for for something. We're we're all searching, and you know we may, may have different names for what that is, and it may manifest in, in each person's life in a different way. But at the heart of it, it's this it's this desire, it's this yearning, it's this it's this search to be to be loved, to be to be whole, to be to be not just looked at, to be seen, and. Um, I think, I think that desire in today's world, at least the struggle that I've seen that people have on this journey, is that they're not able to name that. And so they, what, what we, well, a lot of us, you know, will tend to do is to fill that desire with with worldly things. Mm-hmm. And what we're really doing is we we're failing to realize, you know, like as as the the passage from Jeremiah is that he can just read, you know, I, I knew you in the womb. That desire was placed there by God from the beginning. And so what we can't seem to name at times is really this infinite desire for happiness, this infinite desire for love for God. And when we try to fill that with finite things in the Mm -hmm. world around us, it's not going to happen. You're not going to fill an infinite, you know, with with this finite worldly things, these things that that are temporary and passing. Yeah, it might bring you happiness for a little bit, but... Eventually, you're going to be right back at square one. You're going to keep looking, and it's, it's until we come to that point where, where we realize that, hey, my true happiness is going to be in answering that call, you know, and answering that whatever that desire that God put into my heart. Once I start fulfilling that and, and drawing closer to to the infinite, right, to the infinite love that God has to give me, it, only then is, is that happiness going to be, you know, satisfied, you know. And you know, as you say that, and, and as you're saying that, in my mind. I'm thinking of like all these Hollywood people, mm-hmm. you know, or or the people that you know they want to be the TikTok star, mm-hmm. or they want to be the, you know, the next the next influencer or whatever, and and you know those are the people that are looking for things that are sure they think they know what they want, but they don't. They it's not what they need, you know. And even with the rise of like social media and the the you know, influencers and the TikTok stars and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That's a perfect example of how finding that happiness can be so fleeting. I think what your average TikTok video is what, just a couple seconds long, right? Ten <laughs> maybe, yeah. <five. laughs> yeah, if that, yeah. I mean you want to talk about fleeting fame, fleeting yeah. happiness. I mean it's you're constantly having to do the next one, do the next one, or it's gonna 
Who was it? Andy Warhol said he got 15, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> now, now it's down to 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so unfortunate because, you know, using that term influencer, you know, mm-hmm. the world is a tremendous influencer. Now, now we're starting to call those people out specifically. Mm-hmm. But the influence of the world is tremendous. And, I mean, young people today, when they think about the future of their lives, they're looking for those things that might bring them influence, power, uh, possessions, yeah. uh, things that give them the the advantage, the the, mm-hmm. the superiority, mm-hmm. uh, in in every way to think that that will make me happy, yeah. that will give me a fulfilled life. And as you're talking here, and I'm I'm thinking, uh, Father John Ricardo, uh, if you listen to him, he's on every day here every weekday at eight o'clock, and. So many of his shows, his show is Christ is the Answer, and so many of his shows are, are deal with this type of thing, uh, and and we bring that to Atlanta every day. Like I said, 8 a.m. every day, weekday, and uh, if you want to keep things like that coming, it it it, it requires money. It does. Do you, and I mentioned this yesterday a few times because this is, I mean, I've, I've got a whole list of our expenses here. And I mean, you know, these are typical things you see in the parish and, you know, we all have electric bills. We all have. But do you know what it costs to keep a 50,000 watt transmitter going 24-7? Uh, no idea. For, I wouldn't have the first guess. <laughs> the electric bill alone just for the transmitter $36,000 a year. Wow. <laughs> yes. wow. wow. So that, I mean, that's. That's uh, that's just a basic expense just to keep the transmitter on, yeah. let alone having content going to that transmitter and everything. So it it, it does require uh, donations, and that's how we that's how we survive. And if you would like to donate to keep that transmitter going, to keep the content going to the transmitter, uh, give us a call at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Make a donation, or better yet, a monthly pledge. That'll sustain us. For the entire year, uh, go to thequestatlanta.com, or you can tap the little donate button on the Quest Atlanta app. And once again, that number is 470-508-1160. You know, it's it's all about that. We, and, and this is part of the problem. You know, young people today are so influenced by the world because that's where the world comes to them in every media form, mm-hmm. right? And we don't have God coming to them in mm-hmm. every media form, but with the Quest, we do. Mm-hmm. And and that makes all the difference in the world because if they if they can't hear that message if they, if they can't understand that they were created for more than what the world is bringing to them, then yeah. they're at a total disadvantage. You know, and I like the way you say that too to, to help them to realize that they're created for more than what the world has to offer. Um, I was I was actually browsing on your uh, your website before mm-hmm. coming in here today, and I thequestatlanta.com thequestatlanta.com <laughs> yes. Uh, the uh, I noticed that one of your upcoming programs is actually um, a Bible study on Ephesians five. Yes, I think it starts October eleventh, if I'm not mistaken. Something like Something that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, you can find out at thequestatlanta.com. On thequestatlanta.com. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, so this idea that we're made for more. Um, I, I'm very excited for this this particular program coming up, and uh, you can get, guarantee that I'll be tuning in at thequestatlanta.com <laughs> <laughs> to listen to this Bible study on Ephesians. Uh, you know, St. John Paul II, his theology of the body is is really there's a lot about that about about discovering mm-hmm. you know um, through through our body through the sacrament of life through all these different things you know just how how we are called to God how God is trying to reveal Himself to us right like He is the ultimate influencer and the more you study about that the more you see how 
everything in nature, everything in life. God is influencing so much, you know, and we just have to tune in, <laughs> you know. And Ephesians 5 is, I think, for John Paul II, is a big crux in that. I mean, it's a big mm-hmm. foundation in, in that theology. Um, and so I'm excited that you guys are going to be offering that. And I think that it gives uh, the, and it's going to be in podcast form, I believe, as well. Yeah, well, well, it's going to be broadcast on the air, but it also be, as soon as it broadcasts, it, right. it drops uh, and so it's as just a podcast. Yep. The accessibility for everybody to, to, to tune into mm-hmm. that is um, is wonderful. And I think that gives everybody a chance to really delve deeper into this idea that, that you are created for more, you know? Mm-hmm. You, and it's God's, like, he's not trying to hide himself from you. He's screaming at you like, hey, this is it. I am here, right? This is not like this big mysterious secret (laughs) you know you just gotta listen (laughs) yeah well and you know the fact that we are all created by god with certain gifts talents Mm -hmm. um certain abilities to accomplish the plan and purpose that god has for us one that has been in place before the foundation of the world and Mm -hmm. understanding what those gifts and talents are and how to Mm -hmm. use them requires a certain opportunity that we have to take advantage of and that is to get to know love and serve god and when we do that, then we start to find direction in our lives and purpose in our lives. And, and that purpose is an eternal purpose because the things we do here and now will carry on through eternity. So the good that we do now sort of ripples out through time and eternity. But it's really important for young people today as they, as they wander around and, and sort of bump into walls yeah. and, and say, well, I, th- I think I want to be this and I think I want to be that. Yeah. And then they try and they, and they fail and it and it's becomes a struggle. When if they really allow themselves to understand who they are, how they're gifted, and how they're called to use those gifts to love and serve God, will they find that true purpose and meaning in their life and, and success in life? You know, I was blessed to have the opportunity to speak at, at the baccalaureate for Johns Creek High School this past May. Oh, cool. And it was interesting because, you know, you have a captive audience there, and I, uh, I was fortunate to just kind of remind them that, you know, you have been created for something extraordinary, very extraordinary. And don't sell yourself short in that. Allow God to show you what that is. Because I, I, I can't tell you what you want to be or what God has created you to be. Mm-hmm. But know that you can be everything God created you to be, and you can be it really, really well. And I yeah. think that's a message that they need to hear simply because oftentimes we're always told, well, you can be whatever you want to be. Right. And, and that's not really true. It's, it sounds very encouraging, and it sounds yeah. very exciting. I think... Um... I think you're exactly right. We 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 say that a lot, and it's a, it's a good sentiment, and it comes from a place of, of love to tell people you can be whatever you want to be, and and they certainly could. You could be whatever you want to be, you know. But how many of us? And I'm I'm just as guilty of this. How many of us have have taken our our small children, or our nieces, or nephews, and we say, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be this. I want to be this. And I hear I I I. I think the the more appropriate question to to ask our children is, What do you think God wants you to be? Right. I mean, we're looking for this happiness. We're looking for this yeah. this fulfillment, and we keep thinking that that I can find it. I can do it. Right. And and no, we need God for that. And it's it is what is God calling me to do? And it's sometimes it's scary, you know, because you may say, oh, I think God's calling me to be a priest or a deacon or I'm to, to be married or to be single <laughs> or what, whatever the case may be, to be an architect, a teacher, whatever. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not what I want. And until we truly abandon ourselves and, and truly um, let go, what they say, let go and let God, right? Until we truly do that, you, you'll, you'll find happiness, sure, but it's always going to be fleeting and you'll always be keep looking, you know? But the second you just let God take the reins, that vocation, that happiness, that calling that you don't think you want, 
is going to bring you a sense of happiness you never even thought was possible. Mm-hmm. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, can I just jump in here real quick? Uh, I want to mention, obviously, this is the, the best of the quest, our uh, fall pledge drive on AM 1160, the quest. And uh, I don't know if anybody here in this room has been to First Watch, had a little breakfast there maybe. I do. I've been there several times. Well, get this. The next four callers uh, to either either call in at 470-508-1160 or go online or to the app online at thequestatlanta.com. Going to get a $20 gift card from First Watch. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That. Where's, uh, no, where's, my, need, where's my phone? Stay. You need to stay here. You need to stay here and finish up the hour. But, Let's go uh, St. Bridget. I'll call right now. <laughs> Breakfast. <laughs> but, I mean, how, how cool is that? I mean, I... You make a $40 donation to the Quest, you get a $20 gift card, and, yeah. you know, it's like, and plus it's being doubled. So that $40 donation is now $80. $80. It, it, boy, this, this all adds up here. It's a beautiful thing. It really sure. is. It really is. So so get over to the phone, 470-508, not you, Father Adam, 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com, or you can go on the app. And I want to mention, uh, just give a shout out. Let me step over here into the, um, uh, get over here into the call center. And uh, I want to shout out to, oh, who do we got here? Sally from McDonough. Thank you very much. Uh, Christopher, in honor of Father Adam, from and you got to be up from the uh, Flowery Branch, Buford area to know that it's Hushton. <laughs> Hushton, yes. Hushton, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, also, Kathy of Roswell, thank you very much thank for you. the donation. Thank all of you. Let's let's close close that up, man. It's noisy in <laughs> it's there. It's noisy. So we got a lot of action. Those phones going ringing. On. Yes, absolutely. A lot awesome. of action going on, and we do appreciate it. So uh, make sure you're calling four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty thequestatlanta dot com, or you can do it on the app as well. Well, you know, Father Adam, uh, as we talk about these things, mm-hmm. and and again, sharing our faith hand to hand, heart to heart, life story to life story. Mm-hmm. Um, share with us a little bit about your journey to the to priesthood. <laughs> well, so my journey to priesthood, uh, I was telling some of the ladies as we were waiting to come in here, they were asking about it, and uh, the the first time I told my my whole vocation story, I, I'll give you the kind of the the cliff note version, but the first time I told it was at a, in its entirety, was at a school mass, and uh, it was my very first assignment, it was up in Chicago, and the kids come in, mass starts at like 8.30 or so, so I didn't have a homily ready, and I don't remember what the readings were, but they were somewhat vocational related, so I'll just tell my vocation story, easy, you know, easy homily. So I come down, I'm, I'm telling the story, I'm telling, I'm telling it, and everything's going fine, and what seems like a couple minutes later, the pastor walks out the back, and he He's angry, and you can see him like waving his hands in the back, and he's you know patting his wrist where you know like a watch, you know, and and I'm like, what what is his problem, you know? And so I just keep going, and so I get done, and I, I finish mass, and we all process out, and the pastor grabs, he goes, what were you thinking? And I said, uh, I said, what what happened? What's wrong? He goes, do you know what time it is? So mass started at eight thirty, so I'm like, what, like nine o'clock, nine o five? He goes, no, it's ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I, w- I won't give you that version, but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, so I think the kids were more excited about it because they knew they were missing class <laughs> as opposed to the story. But no, I've wanted to be a priest ever since I was about five or six years old. Um, I, I, that was probably the the party line. And people say, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know, as people do. And I say, oh, I want to be a priest. I want to be a priest. That probably lasted until I got my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that was the last thing on my mind at that point. Um, after high school, I, I went to the military. I was in the Air Force for six years. Um, I knew I was never going to make a career of that, 
right before I got out, I decided um, it was basically what we talked about. You know, it was this, you know, about six years in the military was basically chasing different things that I thought would make me happy. And it was always, you know, it was, I did, but it always was fleeting. You know, and I think the a perfect example was, I remember one time me and my buddy, we, we go out into, I was in Louisiana, Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana is where I was stationed. And we go out one day and he had just bought a jet ski, brand new jet ski. And so we get on it and we're, we're having fun that day or whatever. And I thought, man, this is, this is great. I have to have one of these. This is what'll make me happy. The only thing that was happier than buying that jet ski was the day I was finally able to sell it yeah. and get rid of it. <laughs> you know, it's just fleeting. It's just fleeting happiness. I think we used it for like a summer or two and that was it. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to stay in the military. And so I remember I was sitting in adoration one day and, um, I, I thought, well, you know what, maybe I should start thinking of this priesthood thing again. And it'd been years since I'd even considered that. And so I, I go to this priest and I go to confession. I hadn't been in confession forever. And he says, he gives me, uh, I'll never forget it. He says, for your penance, I want you to sit for adoration for three hours. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Are you serious? <laughs> he goes, but do it over three different days. I said, okay, that's more manageable. Yeah. And in that time, I, I started you know, praying, discerning the priesthood again. I, I got out of the military, and I said, you know what, let me give this thing a try. I entered the seminary, and immediately I thought this was the biggest mistake I've ever made, and I'm out of here. I literally, I was going to leave. I was going to hmm. leave the seminary after my first, uh, uh, my first semester. You know, the transition from, from military life to civilian is difficult enough for some people, but from military life to seminary life, I imagine is, is maybe even a little more tough. And so I didn't tell nobody I was going to leave. Uh, the rector comes down that first year and he says, right before Christmas break, because that's when I was leaving, I was going to get my credits. I was going to transfer to somewhere in Georgia because I was in Chicago at the time and, um, and just do something else, whatever it was. I didn't know. And so the rector comes down right before Christmas break and says, hey, listen, we've had these generous donors and they're paying for all of you over spring break the next semester to go to France for a holy pilgrimage and travel all over France for a week. And I immediately thought, wow, I owe it to the people of God to stay one whole year. <laughs> what a sacrifice. Yeah. So we go to France. And I tell you, man, that was that's what saved my vocation. Uh, I had these, this moment in France of all places. It was in the Alps. It was at La Salette Monastery, which if you've ever been, you know is pretty much the only thing in La Salette. You don't, you don't go any for any other reason except to see this monastery. It built at the, at the peak of a portion of the French Alps. Absolutely gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Before we had left the trip, I'm having this the kind of discernment vocational crisis type situation where I'm thinking about leaving, and um, they, I, I pray to God. I pray to God. I said, God, you need to send me, you need to send me a saint or somebody because the theme for that that seminary year was walking with the saints. So I said, send me somebody to walk with me. Just, just guide me. Just because if you don't, I'm leaving. I, I'm, I'm going after this trip. Okay, and you need to just reassure me. We get to uh, we get to France. First place we visit, John Vianney. It was ours, St. John Vianney. Have you, have you ever been there? You've been to, to ours at St. John Vianney's Cathedral there? No. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. You walk in, and the dome above the altar, there's this mosaic with the passion and death of this little girl. Not even John Vianney. It's St. Philomena. Absolutely beautiful. Turns out John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priests, had this immense devotion to St. Philomena. And so it's it's displayed there in the in the dome. We go to the next place. I can't remember all the names of the places we go, but we go to the next place. I'm sitting there praying, and I look down, and somebody had left some trash on the ground. I'm like, that's un, you know disrespectful, you know? So I kind of go down to pick it up, and I uncrumple it. It's a holy card of St. Philomena. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. We go to the next place, and we're walking around, and all of a sudden I walk into this alcove, and there's this big shrine to St. Philomena. 
I'm like, okay, this is getting weird now. Yeah. And so we get to we get to uh, La Salette, and this is the last one, and, and uh, we get to this mountain. I remember we're about to leave, and it was in the winter. It was in February, and so it was all um, – uh, there was a whole section that was boarded off that we couldn't we couldn't go see. And it was like – it was a peak that was a little higher than the peak that the monster is on. I thought, man, that would be a cool picture to get on top and take a picture looking down, but it's all blocked off. And a little voice in my head said, hey – you're leaving the seminary. What are they going to do? Kick you out? Just go jump over the gate and go up there. I, okay. So that's what I did. I jumped over and I, I climbed up this little mountain. I turned around. And because of the snow banks, you really couldn't see everything from the ground. There was the, the statue of La Salette. And then there was this big statue of St. Philomena looking back at me. And I don't know, just in that moment, everything just clicked. And I had this overwhelming sense of peace and serenity and just, I knew... I didn't want to do anything else with my life. And the kind of the, the rest is history, as they say. You know, I finished seminary. I never looked back, never had any regrets. And I can tell you uh, from experience that that this this constant fighting of that vocation, of that call, whatever it is in God's your life that God's calling you to, the moment I surrendered to that, I have never looked back and I have never once searched for that that infinite feeling of, of happiness or, or content anymore. Hey, yeah. Man, so that's, that's a fantastic. Powerful story. Yeah. yeah, and thank you for keeping it shorter than you did at that. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking. I'm, I feel like I'm going too long now. <laughs> we got another hour here to 10:30. Yeah, and and I know he's telling the truth because I've been in the pew before when he's done a 35 minute homily. So <laughs> that's the short version, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and you know this kind of reminds me. It's not the same thing, but but uh, if you ever uh, listen to the journey home uh, uh, weekdays here at 11 a.m., but it's always the story of somebody, usually it's somebody who's either fallen away from the faith or never was Catholic in how, their journey there. But I, I love hearing these stories uh, of, of what motivated you, what what you know, the, the, the light bulb went off, or, or and especially in your case, I mean, it, it, you were this close to, to, to not going through oh, yeah. with it, oh, you yeah. know, and, and then you did, and that's fantastic great story thank you for sharing that with us i want to remind you that this is the best of the quest pledge drive here on am 1160 the quest uh we've got match money going on and i don't mm, i lost count here i can't remember uh if we have we had four of those 20 dollars gift cards from first watch so if you want to donate i think there might be one left uh, so First Watch has great breakfast and brunch, and it, it, it's definitely they, they have some healthy stuff. It makes you feel good about eating breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So twenty dollar gift card uh, for the next. It, it was for the next four. I think we may. I think there's, there's maybe one left. Got to thank Philip from Atlanta. Um, seeing some Bufords pop up here. I'm sure that's in honor of Father Adam here. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you from Gail uh, in Buford, uh, and also. Um, I, I, I'm looking at Garolyn, I think, from Roswell. Thank you very much. Each one of those uh, donations is matched dollar for dollar, and we do appreciate that. How about we take a little break here, uh, and we'll be back in just a little bit. We're talking with uh, Deacon Leo Gayhafer with St. Bridget, right? St. Bridget, absolutely. Yeah. And then we're also talking with Father, Father Adam Blatt from Prince of Peace in Flowery Branch, Wonderful. and we will be back talking with these gentlemen soon. <laughs> You are listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our fall pledge drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. 
After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents The Family Room, sponsored by Versprite. Lori and Mike Carlton created marriage ministries. Try having one of your kids read the gospel on the way to Mass. You're in the car anyway, and at Mass, when they hear the gospel, they've heard it now for the second time. If you don't know how to pray together, ask your spouse as you're going to bed, can we say in our Father? Just start with that. Hear this entire conversation on The Family Room podcast at thequestatlanta.com. New episodes Wednesday mornings at 11 on AM 1160, The Quest. For printing, shipping, and packing, it's the Alpharetta UPS Store in the Kroger Shopping Center at Arnold Mill and Crabapple Roads. It's owned by Deacon Leo and Carol Gayhafer. You can go anywhere. Why not support your local Catholic business owner? There have been scared or hurting moms and dads who had an appointment for an abortion but changed their minds at the last minute. Their minds were changed because of 40 Days for Life, a peaceful legal prayer vigil that reminds couples of the hope they can find in God's love. You can sign up for one or more hours at the next vigil, September 28th through November 6th at 40daysforlife.com Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. If you're a financial advisor and would like to learn how to help your clients achieve their charitable giving goals, then join the Catholic Foundation Professional Advisors Network Luncheon on Wednesday, September 28th. Go to thequestatlanta.com for more information. AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio, with programming rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church, helps listeners, both Catholic and non-Catholic, learn more about our faith. People get a lot out of The Quest. Father Neil Dobliwallo, St. Catherine of Siena Catholic Church in Kennesaw. Catholic Radio is a great instrument for the new evangelization. In particular, as a pastor, I'm grateful for the quest promoting parish oh, yeah, events, too. Definitely. Um, it's a great instrument for the diocese, yeah. especially a great communications instrument. Mm-hmm. And I know that you all have promoted yeah, some so events that we've had in the parish. We do a big conference yeah. every year at St. Catherine's, and I know you all were promoting that mm-hmm. for us and got a lot of people from outside the parish because of yeah. the quest. So. I'm really grateful for that. None of this would be possible without the support of listeners like you because we are a 100% listener-supported station. We have expenses that need to be covered to keep the quest on the air. So your donation of any amount helps to bring people closer to Christ. You can donate from the Quest Atlanta app or at thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Abby Johnson used to manage the largest Planned Parenthood facility in the United States. One day, she was asked to fill in while a physician performed an ultrasound-guided abortion. She was shocked to see the baby moving away from the doctor's surgical instruments. After seeing this, Abby realized telling mothers that their baby was just a blob of tissue was a lie. This was a living human being trying not to get torn apart in their mother's womb. Seeing the reality of abortion changed Abby, and she was never the same. The truth not only motivated her to leave Planned Parenthood, but to also become an activist in the pro-life movement. Abby started the ministry, and then there were none, to help abortion workers like herself leave the industry with financial and emotional support. Be like Abby, and boldly share the truth about abortion. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com.
the best of The Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the best of The Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. And we are back talking this hour with Deacon Leo Gayhafer and also Father Adam Blatt. And uh, just heard Father Adam's uh, story of how he almost didn't become a priest. And <laughs> now here he is sitting here with a collar on. So yeah. that's fantastic. Uh, if you want to hear more stuff like this, uh, it... it requires money <laughs> so we we need those donations and the pledges uh, at 470-508-1160 uh thequestatlanta.com or on the app and i would just want to mention one more time we do have match money this hour matching dollar for dollar and i don't care if it's a five dollar donation if it's a hundred dollar donation a thousand dollar it's all going to be matched dollar for dollar and uh, i also want to mention this uh that everyone who calls in or donates during this pledge drive and it, obviously i mean we like the donations but if you can't afford it we totally understand but you can uh have your name put on this list uh, we're having a novena of masses offered for the members of your family who are away from the faith so if you want to get on that list give us a call 470-508-1160 uh, and we'll take care of you get you on the list there uh deacon father so i think uh as we sit here, as I'm telling my vocation story, it dawns on me you know, that some, there's certain people in our world that have vocations within vocations almost, you know, and I kind of think, you know, how, how blessed, you know, I, I think you know, I'm very fortunate, very humbled and very blessed to be a priest, but how blessed uh, Deacon Leo is here to, to have to have been ordained and is also to have the, the sacrament of marriage as well. So I'd be curious, as you asked me, I'd be curious to hear a little bit about, about your vocation and vocation story. <laughs> <laughs> the old double whammy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, being blessed is, is the way to say it. Uh, I've been truly blessed in my life, but um, got married at an early age. Um, my wife, Carol, and I have been married 45 years. Uh, we have four children. We have 14 grandchildren. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, blessings just abound. And uh, born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. We were up there for, at this point, about half of our lives. And then a job relocation brought us down here to Georgia. And the interesting thing is I've always been involved with my, my children and, and their activities and sports and such. But when we moved down here, the Catholic school that we were attending up in Louisville was not available 30 years ago in this area. Mm -hmm. So uh, they end up in, in public schools and they got good educations there. But, but it involved us getting the, the children into PSR, CCD back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. And... Um, then this realization came upon me. It's like, okay, you, you've been a great coach for your kids, but now what about this instruction in the faith? So I became a, a catechist, and that started me on the journey more of uh, walking in the, the realm of faith with my family and not just athletics. So as we proceeded down that path, um, I found that as you do in the church work, um, if you're involved, you are called to do more than just a thing because it's like, oh, you're well, come over here and do that, and then mm -hmm, come over here yeah. and do that. And it became a series of just yeses to serving God in all these different capacities until one day I got the letter that says, you know, hey, would you be interested in becoming a permanent deacon? And, of course, I um, 
I came up with a gazillion reasons why I, I no, no, <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough, holy enough, smart enough. I, you know, I'm just not enough. Yeah. And, and, you know, the inspiration God gave me is that, you know, if, if you just trust me, I will show you who and what you really are. Mm. And uh, so I, I began that journey, and it, it led me to my uh, um, vocation in the permanent diaconate. Uh, which is a, a, a true vocation because you know when I work with families, you know I have I have both of those those vocations with me. You know I can relate to the family life, I can relate to the religious life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a gift to me, and and I try to allow that to be a gift to others. And so I I, I walked the walk, I made it through ordination, uh, and then lo and behold, God called me to um, work at St. Bridget. And I've been there now 16 years, wow. full time, and that's been a, a great gift. I. I I truly believe, and this is this is if if you gain no other encouragement at all, um, when you do and have the opportunity to do and allow yourself to do what God created you to do, using the gifts and talents that God has given you, when when you choose to say yes and surrender your life to that, you will never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. You will never work a day in your life. Now I had great jobs in raising my family that provided and, and everything, and, and we're blessed as you hear. We, my wife and I, we own the UPS store, and and that's another beautiful gift from God to help you know pay the bills. But when it comes to actually using what God has given me to do what God created me to do, uh, since I started working at St. Bridget, I have not worked a day. I'd say, I call it a walk in God's divine providence. That's what I call <laughs> there you it. Go. There well, you go. know, and one thing I'm always praying for is for God to help me recognize the gifts he's given me. Because I think a lot of people don't recognize the gifts that they've been given. You know, and, and like you were talking about, you know, I'm not uh, good enough. I'm not holy enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not whatever. And, you know, they always say uh, uh, God doesn't, uh, call the qualified he qualifies the called yeah and you know so i but i i when you say you know if if you just use the gifts that god gave you but i i i always pray that people myself included can recognize what those gifts are truly and that's that's an important uh, thing to be aware of mm-hmm. I, I i know in talking to a lot of folks and it's interesting how people you know around you can see more in you than you see in yourself. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and they say, well, no, no, you can do that. You can do that. You know, and 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 God works in all those ways with the people around us, and and He opens the doors, and um and that was the part of my journey because I I feeling all those insufficiencies and equities that I I felt about. Oh my gosh, can I really do this? Um, God said, just trust me, and I said, okay, I'll do the best I can, and He basically said. I'll open the doors. You keep walking, yeah. And 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 that's how I made it through there. I just I kept walking. He opened the doors. I kept walking. And you haven't yeah. bruised your head on a door yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. You know, I, I just walked right through, and, and and it just you know as God would have it. But uh, but yeah, I just truly blessed to have a, an amazing family and uh, a vocation to marriage and, and a vocation to uh, serve God as as a permanent deacon, uh, getting to assist. A happy holy priest like uh, Father Blatt. I, I couldn't I, do it without you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, and again, this story, it, it's reminiscent anyway. It's not the same thing, but the, uh, the journey home. We've run the best of the journey home every day. Uh, and if you like stories like that, you would love the journey home. Uh, 11 o'clock weekdays here on The Quest. And this is the best of the Quest Pledge Drive. Stories of inspiration 
truly we've had a couple stories of inspiration here and we appreciate that and if you want to keep that coming uh, call 470-508-1160 we do need your donations and your pledges the pledges really uh, and I want to mention one thing and I we're so thankful for the monthly donors that we have the people that make a commitment and they put the uh, you know, what do they say? Put it right between your cable bill and your electric bill. So the, you know, when you're doing the monthly bills, put put the quest right in there. And we are so thankful for those people. But if you can swing it, inflation, and I don't have to tell you, Father Adam, and I don't have to tell you, Deacon Leo, but in your household, you you realize how inflation is hitting you. You've got the same income, but you're spending more just to live and do the same thing. Well, the quest is the same thing. We're we're paying more for all the resources that we have, more than we were a year ago. So like I say, if you are making a monthly donation, we are very thankful for that. But if you could maybe prayerfully think about increasing that just a little bit, just to cover the cost of inflation, uh, it would really help us a lot to keep the lights on here, to keep that electricity going to the transmitter. And you can do that by calling 470-508-1160. Go to thequestatlanta.com or on the Quest Atlanta app. Uh, you can tap the donate button. Let's, uh, I don't feel like walking all the way down to the room here. I got the paper. Uh, so I want to thank Kevin from coming. Uh, in honor of Deacon Leo, we've got Carol. Gay Hafer, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Yay! Yes. Family to the rescue. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, we, you know, some people down in Noonan, don't you? There, Father Adam. I do. Who's Who's in Noonan? Uh, Patrice. Oh, you know Patrice. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. We've got Lisa from Woodstock. We've got Brenda from Woodstock. We thank you all very, very much from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, for, thank you for supporting the quest. Um, and we are talking this hour with Deacon Leo Gayhafer from St. Bridget and Father Adam Blatt from Prince of Peace and Flowery Branch. You know, one of the things that uh, that you'd kind of touched on and, and Deacon said in his story, uh, his vocation story as well, was this idea, this notion or concept that, you know, God doesn't doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And, mm -hmm. and this, this feeling like, you know, I'm not enough. I can't do it. And, and can I, can I, I just got to keep walking, keep going. And I mean, that just it resonates i'm sure it resonates with a lot a lot of people out there you know you find yourself in a situation and you you overcome by the grace of god but i think you know with with me and deacon here and i'm sure you can attest to this there has been countless even even now countless times where i i'll, I'll prepare weeks or weeks on end for a homily a particular homily a particular or a feast or celebration and I get up there and I think, there's just no way. This is just garbage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you get done. By the grace of God, you get done and people come up to you and they just thank you. And you're thinking, did did we, are we in the same room? Did you listen to the same <laughs> thing I said? <laughs> you know, but it was just, the, it, something touched them. And so you just feel, you feel humbled, you know? And it's those moments where, you know, you don't feel like, oh, yay, I did it. But, oh, yay, God, God did it. You know, it was, it. it was this grace that, mm -hmm. that you, you you doubted yourself, and he says, "No, listen. You just got to show up to the table. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll give you the gifts you need when you need them. That type of thing. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful story, beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I truly believe, uh, you know, God just asks us to show up. And yeah. in our world today, that's one of the biggest issues going. Uh, people mm -hmm. just don't show up. Yeah. They, they don't show up to be employees. They don't show up to be parents. They don't show up to be, yeah. you know, spouses. Uh, they don't show up." And God says, you know, you got to show up. And when yeah. you show up, I show out. 
you know? <laughs> and, you know, this whole idea of how we enter into vocations and how we live out those vocations and how we're sustained in that, it brings me back to um, John's Gospel, chapter 15, where he says, I am the vine, you are the branches, whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without me you can do nothing. And, you know, those words have always resonated with me in, in mm -hmm. regards to what has God called me to do? And then how can I really do that? Yeah, I, I can't do that on my own. Yeah. And if I think I can, then I'm, I'm already one step in the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. And, and just like you said, Father Adam, it's just, you know, I, I, I put all I can in this by the grace mm -hmm. of God for the glory of God. And then, then he takes it. And what, what he does with it? is only what he can do with it, right? right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's part of that beautiful journey, and it's always that reassurance that comes back to you. It's like the little God pat on the back. He says, keep working, man. keep working. You're doing a good job. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it takes a lot of faith, too, to, to, to just leave everything to God. You know, to, to, you know, to, like walking on the water and then, ah, I'm sinking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but, you know, to, to have that faith, it, it does take a lot. You know, Father Adam, you were mentioning a little while ago about the uh, uh, the Ephesians. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Bible study we're having October 11th. Up. You can listen to it at exactly. thequestatlanta.com. <laughs> and on the app. And on the app, yes. Yes, absolutely. But I also want to mention, too, uh, we had a very another very popular uh, Bible study, uh, uh, the Book of Esther podcast, mm. and that's available on the app as well. And uh, again, that's some local programming that we have here that you're not going to get anywhere else. And if you want to support that local programming, that's what this is all about. It's the best of the quest pledge drive. And uh, to, to keep things like that coming, we've got some great local programs. We've got uh, the Family Room, uh, Wednesdays at 11, also available on demand. Uh, but they have all sorts of family, uh, you know, about marriage and raising kids and, and all that kind of stuff. And also uh, the Archbishop, Archbishop Hartmeyer has a show. Uh, it, we've had four episodes so far. We've wow. got one more in the works. It's going to be the first Thursday of November, whatever the date is on that. Um, but, uh, uh, but, but there again, it, it takes money. Um, yeah. and, and the archbishop, I mean, both of you have met the man. Oh, he's great. Yeah. yeah. He is. And he's a very busy man though. Oh, very. And, and yeah. I mean, you're a priest. Deacon. Yeah. I mean, you guys are busy, but the archbishop, <laughs> he's he's way busy. He couldn't come down here to the radio station to do the show. So we had to go buy some equipment so that we could record it at the chancery. And oh. which is fine. I mean, we could do that, but again, to to bring that local show to you, it costs money. Right. Um we we've got a new show uh called Honest to God. It's for young adults. And uh there really isn't a whole lot out there for young adults. But in, in as far as podcasts or anything like that, uh, one of the things we learned about that demographic is that they they want a visual. They don't want to just listen to a podcast. They want to see it. So uh, we we've, we've now got a YouTube channel for this thing. We we equip our studio with cameras. Uh, we've got and there are no cameras set up oh, right now, Father like Adam. No. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Although I think the next pledge drive we do is going to be, uh, we're, I think we may be able to do it live on YouTube. Oh, uh, wow. But we, we've got the technology now, but we, it was just too much to set it up for this one. But but there again, though, to reach that demographic, which is something we're trying to do, there, that 20 or 25-year-old, 30-year-old person is not going to listen to the AM radio. you know. So we had to go to where they are, which is YouTube. We had to get the cameras. 
between that, the Archbishop show, all that stuff, it costs money. And uh, we're very frugal. Uh, we, we bought all that stuff. Uh, we have spent $3,000 on new equipment this year. That includes all that video equipment and the equipment to record the Archbishop show. Uh, so I promise you, if you'd make a donation or a pledge, we make it go a long way. We, we really do. So if, but if you can just help us to bring that local programming to you, uh, it really does help. 470-508-1160 is the number to call. Uh, go to thequestatlanta.com, or you can tap on the uh, Donate button on the Quest Atlanta app. And uh, we are uh, we still got the match money, too. I want to mention that dollar for dollar. Uh, we will match up until 10 o'clock this morning. Talking with Deacon Leo Gayhafer of St. Bridget, Father Adam Blatt of Prince of Peace. And what's going on, gentlemen? Well, you know, Father Adam, we, we've we shared stories, shared part of your uh, faith journey, part of my faith journey. Yeah. Um, we talked about how good God is and allows us to, to do what he's called us to do. And we mm -hmm. find that uh, joy and in life and, and in love and service to God. But, you know, it's um, it's interesting how to move forward and sustain that. Uh, I'm thinking more of like uh, prayer life, and I'm thinking mm. uh, the sacraments, um, how important they are in, oh, yeah. in how we sustain this, this journey that God's called us to. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's... Uh... That, I mean, that's certainly underselling it. It's not. It, it's not just important. It's. It's vital. It's. It's fundamental. It's foundational um, to that sustaining. It's. It's everything. I think for me personally, it's. And I think this is something I just want to. I want to put out there on the airwaves. I guess uh, just to to put in people's minds if they if they've never heard anybody say this, um, then then hear it now. If you if you have, then it's just being reiterated. You know, it, it's it's the Eucharist. It has to, has to, has to be the Eucharist. You know, I tell people all the time, I said, uh, you know, people who come to confession, people who come to counseling, you know, they, they bring you your problems, they're their problems, you know, and their, their struggles. And the first thing I ask is, how is your prayer life? How do you pray? You know, and then inevitably it's, well, I, I, I say, you know, prayers before I eat. Okay, that's wonderful, <laughs> but it's got to be more than that, <laughs> you know. And I tell people it's got to be Eucharistic. You know, you have to live a Eucharistic life. I tell people, and they're shocked at first. I say the Mass and the Eucharist should not be a priority in your life. What, Father? What? I said no. It should be the priority in your life. You know, and it must come before everything else. And I think that's a big struggle today. I mean, you, you raise kids. I used to work in a Catholic school when I was in Chicago, and I told them. I would tell the parents all the time. I tell parents now, too. I said, listen, your teachers, your catechists, the priests, the deacons, we can teach your kids. We can tell your kids the faith, teach them the faith. We can say all these things. But if you as parents do not live it in front of them when they are home, then it's in one ear and out the other. They're going to imitate. They're going to, to, to emulate you first. You know, And so it, your life must be centered around the Eucharist if you want your children's lives to grow up and be centered around the Eucharist as well. And I think that's a, a huge part of that foundational spirituality, that prayer life that just sustains us and pushes us forward in, the, in all those moments. And you know, you, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, Father Adam, you growing up wanting to be a priest at age five, mm -hmm. I, that must have been present in your home when you were a child? Oh, or? absolutely. We, mm -hmm. uh, um, 
I, I have memories of growing up as a child. Um, sometimes we, we did this you know, for, for the little ones, begrudgingly so, but we were, we said the rosary every day. We were at Mass every Sunday. We uh, CCD every Sunday. We prayed as a family. And that's such another important thing, too, is prayer mm-hmm. as a family. You know, people think their spiritual lives, uh, even in family units, is, is theirs, their own personal, you know, individual thing. And there's, there's certainly, in a sense, an aspect to that. But once you marry, once the, and Deacon, you can attest to this, once the two become one, it's not just, it's not just something on paper. You know, I mean, you two are now one, you know, physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally. Your spiritual life must become one as well, you know, to, to a certain degree. And it must be that way for the family as well. And I remember that in our family. You know, we grew up, we prayed together, we went to Mass together, all those all those things. You know, it was very, uh, very devout uh, Catholic household. Awesome. Well, yeah, and that uh, individual relationship that you have with Jesus... Yeah. And now becomes a couple relationship and yeah. the foundation for your marriage, the foundation mm-hmm. for your family. And it's interesting because when I work with families on, on marriage prep and then I work with families on, on baptisms, um, you know, when you're blessed, that beautiful internal gift of a child, you have one responsibility, God says, and that is to get my child back to me. Yeah. Right. And the only way that happens is not by talking about it. Yeah. It's like you said, Father, it's, it's by living it because yeah. they will follow you as you follow Christ. Mm-hmm. They'll follow you as you follow Christ, and then one day they'll choose to follow Him as well. Yeah. So that example in the home is is eternally important. Oh yeah, and, and, and yeah. certainly a great responsibility that uh, all parents have. And I'll tell you something too: is, is I want to bring this back to the quest because it fits in so easily. The family room uh, every Wednesday at eleven a.m. Uh, Mari, John, and Craig—they're three volunteers that they they all have full time jobs but they somehow find time to come in here and do a show uh, once a week for, but, but they also, when you're talking about, you know, the prayer life in the family, they've got episodes like whole episodes and people that have written books, you know, Catholic people that have written books on how to, you know, prayer life in the family and everything. They've had full hour long episodes with these people talking about that. So if you're looking, if you're a parent, you're a mom or dad trying to figure out how do I, you know, how do I bring prayer life into the family? Check out the family room. It's on demand at thequestatlanta.com. Uh, it's it's also on the Quest Atlanta app, or you can listen to it live here on 1160 AM uh, every Wednesday morning at 8 or at 11. And uh, it, it, you'll, you'll get some useful information about uh, also not just praying together with the family, with the kids and everybody, but, but as a couple, it, it you know, because... You know, you've got to, what is it? It's, it's God, the marriage, then the kids, you know, that you keep it in that order. Exactly. And and there's so many episodes of the family room that deal with just that. So if you want to check that out, uh, it'd be great. And if you want to keep good programming like that coming, uh, you know, you're only hearing that here on The Quest. You're not hearing it at EWTN and Ave Maria up in Michigan. Or it's, it's, it's right here on The Quest. Uh, call 470-508-1160 to donate, or you can make a monthly pledge, uh, thequestatlanta.com, or on the app, there's a donate button as well. We're just about out of time. Uh, oh, I want to mention, too, dollar for dollar, got that match money going on for, what, another four, three, three and a half minutes or so. So uh, make sure you're, you're getting those donations in here. Absolutely. So any, anything else you want to say in wrapping up? Well, I just wanted to um, offer encouragement, and that's what we all need, right? Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter where you came from and, and where you're at today. God has a tremendous plan for you going forward, 
it's, it's just a matter of saying yes to that. It, it's surrendering your heart, surrendering your life uh, to do what God has created you to do. And, and you know, there, there's no time limit on that. When God gives you the right. gift of, of breath and life in that day, in that moment, he's given you a gift to use in, in loving service to him and your neighbor. So, you know, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, know that God is continuing to call you to that beautiful purpose and plan for your life. And, and don't be afraid, even though you want to be, don't be afraid to, to go into places where you've never been before. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's only the time that, that mm -hmm. you can be challenged to trust. And, and that's, that's kind of like the, the foundation for, for a walk with Christ is to trust. Yeah. He asks us to do that. And, and he is trustworthy. That's mm -hmm. the thing we can never forget, that, that he is trustworthy. And it just sustains us on, on that journey with him. Oh, absolutely. The more, uh, the more you pray, the more you, you, know, you talk about being not afraid. Um, I love those words, JP2, uh, scripture, <laughs> even, be not afraid. Um, and trust, it is 100% it is about trusting. And I think the more that each one of us you know, opens our hearts you know, in the joy, in the pain, in the, in the fear even, to open that heart, your heart, to God, the more you open to him, the more he is able to, to fill you and, uh, and just amazing, incredible graces and, and things will flow from that. Yeah, because your story is a one in all eternity one. That's There's true. never one before. There'll never be another one again. That's right. So make it count. <laughs> make it count because God is good, right? <laughs> Amen. Oh, thanks, guys, for being here. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> oh, man. We didn't mean to choke you up, Dave. Yeah. I, you know, this is, this is what, hour 18 of this pledge drive, and I, I'm glad they're not 18 consecutive hours, but I feel, remember the Jerry Lewis telethons? Yes. And, yeah, and yeah. he would, at, at this point, hour 18, this is where I would have my tie loosened, my sleeves would be rolled up, you know, that, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at right now at this pledge drive. But I just want to give a shout out to M&M and Marietta. Thank you so much for the generous gift. Uh, Iwa? Uh, in honor of Father Adam from Oakwood. Thank you. Yes. Uh, also, Susan in Johns Creek, and Thanksgiving for Deacon Leo. Hey, praise God! Thank you, Susan. Yes, and each one of those mat each one of those donations is matched dollar for dollar, and you got just a couple minutes to take advantage. Well, like a minute to take advantage of that. So uh, get in there at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. You can do it at thequestatlanta.com or on the app. Uh, Deacon Leo uh, from St. Bridget and Father Adam from Prince of Peace, thank you both so much for being here and supporting the Quest. Thank, Honored to be thank here. You. It was thank a pleasure. You, pleasure and honor.